everyone, welcome back to our second part of our Oscars episode, where we discuss the final four films up for Best Picture. The episode ends with a fun quiz between Jen and Sarah, all about movie introductions. And don't forget, both of these episodes are on our YouTube channel as a single, entire, full-length episode, video episode, on our YouTube channel. Make sure you head on over there, like, and subscribe. We would very much appreciate it. Let's get started. Thank you, bye. Okay, next film. Triangle of Sadness. Hmm. Jen, what do you think this is about? You, we've got a, a poster yacht? here with a yacht with people sitting on it. I'll give you a clue. Woody Harrelson is in this. Oh, oh okay. I... Is it a comedy? <laughs> yes, that's one of the things it is. Triangle, the Bermuda Triangle? Oh, that's, that might be why they chose that word, but they're not in... I don't believe they're in Bermuda. I don't think they actually say where they're at. Bahama? I remember. Come it's on, pretty mama. I was just thinking the it's somewhere where you would have a resort. Key Largo, Montego, baby. The trifecta of sadness. I have the triangle, Jen. I know. Oh, okay. I know. I yeah. <laughs> I'm changing it up. Listen to her. So we knew the movie critic would say that. There's no way you're gonna guess this plot. A bunch of people there on a yacht. Sarah, do you know what this is about? Not really, no, because mom told me it was no good, so I just ignored it on your list. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I know that it has something to do with, um, like, the elite class versus the non-wealthy and hmm. that dynamic. But Which I, is why they're on a yacht, And perhaps? I know Woody Harrelson's the captain, but that's all I know. Okay, here's my fancy wordy synopsis and, and uh, review of it. In this dark, uh, first of all, the trailer did not do it justice. I don't feel like it portrayed what the movie was actually about because I didn't want to watch it. I'm glad I did because I got something out of it I didn't expect. But hmm. in this dark comedy, the injustice of economic disparities between staff, crew, and guests of a luxury yacht are on full display. Told in three parts, we follow a young couple who begin the film with an argument about who's going to pay the dinner bill and end with a fight over pretzel sticks on an island. Roles are reversed, and the importance of respecting others, no matter their situation, is evaluated. It all ends with an Inception-esque scene. Hmm. Okay, don't give yeah. anything away in case I watch it. So it gives like an ending where you don't know what happens, but you can use your imagination to figure it out multiple different ways. Um, I enjoyed it. At first, I would say the first part I didn't really enjoy. Second part I enjoyed a little more. Third part definitely enjoyed the most. At one point, I'll just go ahead and tell you, this is a little spoiler, but actually it helped mom to want to watch it. She had watched the first half, didn't like it. And then I told her this and she wanted to finish it. At one point, you can see in the poster, the yacht sinks. And she... Oh, I do see that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I so, really hadn't noticed that, but it's pretty clear on the poster. And that's why she wanted to see it? So think of it. <laughs> I said about the injustice of economic disparities between staff crew and guests that gets flipped turned upside down fresh prince when the boat sinks and these people who were the guest 
now have to rely on the crew mm. a lot more. Oh, I see. I because see. they're the they can survive and the guests can't so much. Is there any who all's in the cast? Are there any other big names it's in a, the cast? It's a bunch of people you probably wouldn't know, but if anybody watched where the crawdads sing, I, I there's an yet. there's an actor in that who played Ch who played Chase. If anyone knows who that is, um, he plays the main male character. Is the movie. triangle the three perspectives? Yes, and okay. it's also whoa, Jen. <laughs> the triangle actually is is a point in your forehead that makes a triangle when you're upset when you're sad. Oh, mine was the mine eleven. So the one. The <laughs> <laughs> the one kid in it who is Chase from Where the Crawdads Sing, um, he's a model. And at one point they say, you have a triangle of sadness. You need to get rid of that or you're not going to make it as a model or something like that. <laughs> oh. Because it makes forms lines in your forehead. You have to get rid of it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a lot better than what I thought. Wouldn't say it's my favorite film. I gave it seven out of ten. Okay. They're all good movies. So they all fluctuate between a very small small number but um let's go ahead and listen to jonah's review see if he if he agrees with me triangle of sadness puts the rich and privileged under a microscope i really have few words to speak of this movie i remember watching it and just kind of being a little bit speechless i really enjoy this movie a lot it is such a specific movie no other movie i have seen really matches this in any way genre or anything this movie is so itself, and it's kind of hard for me to even talk about it. It's such a movie you need to just watch, and you need to take it all in. I highly recommend watching this movie for yourself. That's why I will not say anything further, but that is why this movie was nominated for Best Picture, and I'm going to give it a four out of five for me. Hmm. He, he is so right in the fact that it's very hard to describe the movie. Yeah. I tried it the best I could, but... Uh, you did it's, a good job. But it's so much more than what I said. There's so many different storylines you're following. Who's the director? Um, Ruben Ostlund. Okay. Ostlund. It has little dots over the first O. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'd say if you if you were thinking about watch it, watch it. It might not be for some people. It is a dark comedy, so there's some off-color comedy and stuff like that, but it, not to the extent that it takes away from the from the movie. Hmm. That's okay. I watched The Menu. Have you seen The Menu, Katie? No. That's is that, kind oh, of a wait. dark comedy. That has um, Voldemort in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if I could get through that, I could probably get through this. Okay. All right, next one. This <clears throat> is the eighth film. <laughs> Jen, Top Gun, Maverick. I have seen this one jen I, jen i specifically didn't watch this yet so that you could shine all um, right the, no Holy. i haven't i haven't seen it i'm serious so do your thing girl jen the podcast is yours oh my goodness okay so i did see top gun maverick in the theater actually if you've listened to previous episodes of katie's podcast here Top Gun. I've talked about Top Gun before. It's an 80s, total classic 80s film. It is. So this has been a long time coming for the Top Gun Maverick. And then we were like teased throughout the pandemic because it was mm -hmm. supposed to be out and then they well, waited. Because Tom didn't want to. Tom wanted it yeah. to be in the theater. That's another conversation. So it opened <laughs> up literally, opening day was my birthday. 
May 27th. It's just perfection. That is my birthday. They, they did it for you, Jen. I know, right? It's your gift. You so need the poster, I... Jen. Yeah. I know, right? You yeah, you need it. Because Kyle's a pilot. Yeah, my husband's a pilot, so <laughs> we went to go see it. Mm, whose birthday's coming up? Yeah, you would like that. And we went to go see it in Columbus at a huge theater, which was really, I'm so glad we did. Because it was just the sound. And I mean, when you went to the theater, there was not, there were people you were sitting beside strangers because that theater was completely full. And we went to the 1030 in the evening showing, wow. I believe. That's late for you, Jen. I know it was late for me, but the opening scene is that classic Top Gun instrumental music. Did people clap? Yes, people <gasps> screamed. It was really cool to be there to Can, witness that. I, cool. I mean this by no offense, but they were most of the people your age, or was, were no. there a lot of younger? Or no, older? it was all it was all ages. Okay, it was okay. all ages. But the applause was kind of like this. Oh, we've been we've been waiting, you know. Now we can. Now we it's here. Top Gun. Top Gun's here. We've waited since 1986 or whenever whenever it was open. But um, I, I like the movie. I did like the movie. It did, was a. Go ahead. Did it have a good storyline? It did have a good storyline. I have to remember that was back in May. Sarah, you'll hear the actual review from me. Hers is prejudice because she's I, from the 80s. No, no. I, I understand. <laughs> it's just this classic movie that everybody in America knows about. I, I was just very happy. I read that. Uh, spoiler alert. But I read that. I know Tom Cruise is like the face of the movie. But that another of the actors from the original did a cameo in it. You can say. Yeah, you can say. Oh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Dave Rudolph. I'm such a I'm such a fan of Val Kilmer. And and I and especially given all the health issues he's been through, I think it was really cool that he was in this. He was he was in it. It was neat to see him. And they incorporated him in a very nice way. They did. They did. Um but you know it was neat to have Goose's kid. Geese's (laughs) I said goose, didn't I? (laughs) You did. Please don't do that to me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And don't do that about goose either. Rooster, rooster, is that rooster? Rooster. Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, it's what? My almost March. It's been like 10 it. months since I've seen the movie. Okay. So it didn't stay with you. Hmm. Okay. It did stay with me. I'm uh, having to remember the movie, but the whole relationship between Maverick and Rooster was really neat to watch because, you know, you had this missing, we all missed goose. From the, mo- from the first movie and what happened there and that bond he had with Goose. And now you, you saw it resurrected in a bit with Rooster and how that relationship kind of... You critic resurrected. Did this seem, did this Very seem, good vocabulary, Jen. Did this seem like a passing of the torch to the younger generation? I think so. And I, okay. I, I think there were a lot of expectations going into this movie. Because it's Top Gun, right? We've waited 30 30 years, 30 years, almost 30 years for this movie. We had to go through the pandemic and you thought it was going to be here and then we're going to hold off and we're going to release it later. And so there was just this major anticipation for this movie. Now, the only thing I didn't hear a lot of was there like a major song 
because Top Gun, the original, is known for its music. Yes, and there like was the a song actually, and I downloaded it. The song is called I Ain't Worried. It's by One Republic. You know the scene in the first Top Gun, the beach volleyball scene. Yes. You know that scene. Like, all the women love that scene because it's the guys playing beach volleyball, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they kind of have a similar scene in the Top Gun Maverick. They're playing football on the beach. Okay. And so it's a very similar-esque scene. Rooster does an iconic dance move. Yeah, there's a, there's a, but it's this I Ain't Worried song that's playing. Okay, but there's, mean, not, would, a, there's not a danger zone or a there's take not a my breath zone. away. No, 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 no. It's the same, it's the same thing. There's not a ballad. No, no, there's no ballad. Okay. I mean, and obviously this song is nowhere. It doesn't match. It's up. not even close to being dangerous. But zone. it did create a, a nice moment. It did create a fun little moment in the movie that reflected back on the first movie with the beach volleyball scene. But <clears throat> I mean, I thought it was a good movie. I, I mean, it wasn't some earth shattering changed my life movie. I liked it because it was a sequel to Top Gun. Sure. You, you want to hear my review? I, I, yeah, it's your podcast, so I think we got to hear your review. <laughs> it was very well done, Jen. It yes, was very many. monumental. But yeah, I love that you had your moment there. I mean, can I just say, I'm an 80s girl. What? You know, Tom Cruise was it in the 80s. He was. Cocktail. Tom's. You know, he's he thinks a lot about himself. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot of the movie was was. was Let me him. do my review. I'll cover. Yeah, that. yeah, you can I'll you can take that. that. Don't worry, you'll Jen. cover. That. Okay, <laughs> the heck away from this one, Jen. I did. So I said, not a Tom Cruise fan. Yeah, I get that. That being said, first half of the film felt like the original Top Gun. Second half was unexpected. The relationship between Mav and Rooster is very emotional and beautifully depicted. Mm -hmm. The cockpit scenes were well done uh, and used appropriately to tell a dogfight story. Do you think they will continue the story with Rooster and the gang? Favorite call sign fanboy. So, and, and I'll say, my husband's a pilot. I mean, the flight scenes were wonderful and awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they were very... He say they were accurate? They were very real. Some of the... There's a little bit of drama... Drama? 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 What was that? Dramatic? A little bit of drama. There's a bit of drama. You know, the scene where they basically take the plane. Yes. Okay. You know, come on. There's really? no way they could have just walked across the runway like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some scenes that are just like, really... I, they make it work because it has to flow with the storyline. The best scene of the whole entire movie. Sorry, Sarah. Spoilers to people listening. Mav is there and he's crash landed. And then Rooster comes and gets the helicopter. I thought, I really thought they were going to end Mav there. And then let the yes. storyline continue with Rooster. But I, some people might say that was, you know, I don't know, a cop out to have Rooster save him. But I thought it was great because... Mav has always worried about letting uh, letting Goose down. Just the fact that Rooster came to save Maverick. It wasn't the other way around. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that was a really good, really good decision on their part. I mean, there were some scenes that were kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, they were they were awesome, but it's like, I don't really the think whole thing this like, does, does fly Mav in real life. <laughs> does Maverick fly. need a new girlfriend? No. I, I no, could have used. Right, yeah. I could have done without all of that. Why did he have to have a, ro a romantic relationship in this, and why do we care about it? 
Oh, Ed Harris is in it, Sarah. Okay, oh, yeah. then I'll see it. I love Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah. Ed Harris is in it. I was glad that he was I'll going see it for Ed it. and Val. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, you have to see it because it's like... Out of 10, Jim? I'll see it. Uh, yeah, I'll see it when... Um, I mean, out of 10 for the storyline, out of 10 for... The, I, I give it an 8. Oh, that's pretty good. I thought you were just going to say 10 right away. No, no. I mean... Okay. I'll wait till I it comes it to like Netflix or something. I gave it a seven. It's on Paramount right now or MGM. So you can watch it on those if you have them. All right. Next one. Oh, wait, we want to, we got to listen to Jonah. Yeah, what do you think what Jonah, Jonah thinks? Okay. So Jonah's the youngest out of all of us. I'm wondering if he watched Top Gun recently or knew sure about it. He's seen the first one. He's a movie buff. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Here we go. Top Gun Maverick is certainly the movie I know you've seen this year because everyone saw it this summer. This movie kind of took the world by storm. Never has a sequel been this different and this amazing from the original. Now, to be honest with you, I've never actually finished the original. I, anytime I tried to watch it over the years, I didn't really get into it. I don't really like it, and I find it kind of boring. But you can think of that as a hot take. Think of that as you will. But going into this movie, I had almost no expectations. If anything, I really thought it wasn't going to be very good. But it blew me away from start to finish. I've seen this movie three times now twice in theaters and one in this amazing, amazing 4K disc and having everybody from all generations watch the same movie and have the same feelings. This movie's great. It is technically maybe the best movie of the year. Incredible editing, incredible practical effects that feel as real as they are while watching. I was blown away by this movie from start to finish every watch and have never gotten tired of it once. And I, even talking about it now, I want to rewatch it. And that's a score of a four and a half out of five for me. Jen, okay, do you have fighting words for Jonah? No, I just love it. It's like, I finally got my moment. He's like, I've never finished watching the first one. No, but did he actually go back and finish it? Because how did he really understand the depths of the relationships if he didn't see the first one? I think the movie did a great job to relay that. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't think Kachi, you didn't necessarily need to see the first one. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know enough about it probably from people. It would be a lot more special to those that have seen it but it wouldn't take away from those that haven't wouldn't take Would your you breath agree? away. If you haven't, Berlin. if you want to laugh very quickly, uh -huh. you know, Tom Cruise is a real pilot. He takes yeah, James Corden. Corden. Is it Corden? Yeah, James Corden. Look it up on YouTube. It is quite him funny. flying James Corden. It is hilarious. Okay, I'll look it up. It's hilarious. I've watched it so many because times. James I actually is scared. He's very scared. And he is just, no, I feel it's like Tom funny. isn't Tom Cruise like a real thrill seeker in real life. Like yeah. he does all oh, his yeah. own stunts he's, and he he's a manly man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's, yeah. That's cool that he actually really does fly, though. But he yeah, really does he's fly Maverick. like. Yeah, he really does. I'll well, I'll send you the link. It's you know, hilarious. Kyle's a pilot too, and he doesn't go around gloating about it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a pilot thing. Uh, well, you know, it's a very unique um, skill to have. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, our grandfather was a pilot, so That's we right. have a connection yeah. even before Kyle. So, yeah. No, Grandpa was the original Maverick. He was. He flew his airplane under a bridge when he wasn't supposed to. He did. <laughs> Didn't you know that? <laughs> I knew that. Oh, yeah. There you go. Now the whole podcasting world knows. Okay. Next movie, Jen. We've got two more. Are you ready? The Fablemans. This is the oh, one I like movie strips or very good. Very good. That Jen. looks like they're at a studio, like a lot. 
Very good. Okay. So this is like a family perhaps of actors. I will help you out. The movie was made by the, by someone about themselves. So the, the name is made up. The last name is the made name up? is made up. Yes. But it's about a family. It's about a actors? real person, a real person and hmm. his family, a certain era. Who's it directed by? Steven Spielberg. Is that what it says? Yep. So it is about C Steven Spielberg. Oh, it shows his life as a little boy. Really? And how he got interested in movies and then ends with him uh, as a college student and and his whole life with movie making as a, there might as a young person. Me some pieces of this. I think somebody was mentioning something to me because it was yep. you. Yeah. Because today. my little boy. Yep. My loves boy. my little boy. That was it. Was you? It was you, Katie. But it was. I was telling you, Diane was saying. Something. That's right. My little boy loves to. We always joke around that he's going to be the next Steven Spielberg because he loves to make movies with his little, you know, with his phone camera. What's he and... make movies with, Jen? What's he film mostly? It's on the table in his room. Is it trains? He films so trains. You, but he, he films all kinds of different things. He'll set up his Sonic characters, and he will replay a scene in a movie with his Sonic characters. But the importance of that, I'm, I'm trying to connect the two, is the very first thing Stephen ever filmed. He saw a film where a train crashed into a car, and he wanted to remake it on a film. Okay, so yeah. he he got a train. He asked for a train, a model train, and he tried to reenact that. Because he was scared of the train wreck, and he thought that if he could do it again, he would be less scared of it if he saw it fake, you know. And then that just morphed into his interest in in recording things and making movies and telling stories. And um, yeah, it's you. You were the one that told me. Yeah. That. So okay. it, this is a movie I think you would really enjoy watching. Okay. Um, and even even Jack. There's some other things it tells about his mother and her struggles with uh, depression. And some other things, and and then their parents separate later. Is that his real last name? No, I think they call themselves Fableman because mm. a fable is a story. Oh, okay, okay I got gotcha. you. So he gotcha. changed the names. I got gotcha. you. Okay, that's his neat. name is Sam in it, and and so okay. yeah, it's a good family movie. Interesting, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I gave it. What did I give it? I didn't score it on here, but I have. I watched it this week. I would. I would give it an eight. I really did like it. Um, Sarah. Did you hear about this? Earth um, to Sarah. You told me what it was about. Yeah. I, I didn't feel compelled to see this one. I'm sorry I didn't watch it yet, but um it's her avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry guys. I really didn't. Um I do love who plays his mom? Uh Michelle Williams. Oh yeah, Michelle Williams. I I enjoy her acting, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just didn't get excited about this one. Sorry. Let's see what Jonah had to say. We'll see if he agrees. With I, like I really hear, I like hearing it. Jonah's critiques. Do you? Yeah, yes. I do. He'll be happy about that. They are. I mean, he. It's also interesting to see if we we agree with. Yeah, him. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Here we go. Woman's is a coming of age story about a young man's discovery of a shattering family secret and his exploration of the power of movies. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a bit cynical going into my first time watching this movie. At the time of its release, it was actually the biggest competition of everything, everywhere, all at once come award season. Mm -hmm. And loving that movie so much, and I still do, I was wanting to destroy anything in its path, hoping that it was bad and, and not nearly as good. But I 
remember walking out of that theater having experienced something that I really haven't in quite a long time, a movie that made me feel such a specific way. I love this movie so much. I have seen it twice in theaters now, and of course I own it, and I can't wait to watch it every year and, and discover something different about it and myself. This movie inspired me into filmmaking again, like so many movies have in the past, but none like this one. Coming from the real-life experiences of one of the greatest living filmmakers, this movie truly feels personal and made for anyone who's ever had wanted to explore any type of art that other people maybe didn't quite understand, especially people that you love so much. I'm going to give it a five out of five stars for me. Wow. The Fablements. Yeah, I know. I agree with him. Uh, the fact that I gave it an eight, as well as everything, everywhere, all at once, they are two different genres of movies, but the quality is is equivalent. I was hesitant to watch this film. Sarah, maybe could, I don't know if this is the same reason you didn't want to see it. I thought it was a little bit egotistical for him to make a movie about himself, but watching it, it was his love of his family. And mm. if, if I was a film director, I would want to make a movie about you guys. Aww. So Aww, thanks. Katie. So after watching it, it's not egotistical at all. Okay, well, who would play Jenny and Sarah in your... Jenny would be Sandra Bullock. Okay. And Sarah would be um, Catherine Heigl. Oh, okay. Is that good? Thanks, Kat. Okay, awesome. Who would be me? And I would like Kyle to be played by Matthew McConaughey. No, no, no. Kyle is Leif Schreiber. Leif Schreiber. What you have to give another name as the title to throw everybody off so they don't think you're making a film about your family. Uh... The Muggles. Uh, the Muggles. <laughs> the Weasleys. That's good. The Weasleys. I like uh, that. Yeah. But, but who would play me, guys? We don't know who would play me. <sighs> Daniel, Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Oh, no. <laughs> what is wrong uh, with you? No, who plays Hermione? Emma, Emma, Emma Watson? Emma Watson. There you go. She doesn't look anything like me. But I, I would take that as a compliment. I would let her. Yeah, that wait, little girl, wait, that, did the this... little girl that played the in a uh, Hope Floats, the little girl. Oh, with the glasses. They don't go. Wait, yeah. Oh, uh, did she's all grown up now? So wait, did the, did the oldest version that was portrayed in the movie of the boy was did it look age. like? Did it look like Steven Spielberg, though? It never looks like him. He really just has his height. I don't know what he looked like when he was super young. I just know him as an as an older director. Oh, um, yeah. But he he had the stature of him. Okay. I was yeah. just curious if, like, yeah. would anything in the movie have clued you in or that it was about his life, or did you read that? No, I knew it from the get-go. Oh. I knew it was about him. But Paul Dano, by the way, plays his dad. I, I, I've usually seen him as, like, some villain or kind of demented character uh and he was playing his dad who was very you know analytical and very father figure and he did a great job at it mm -hmm. I, i've never seen him in a role like this before so i would say to everyone watch this movie it's okay. a very good movie about movies i think i will then thank you katie okay all right the final film drum roll please Tar, Sarah's favorite. Jenny, what do you think Tar is about? <clears throat> Bullet point. It's not Sarah's favorite. Yeah, I just want the record me. corrected, I'm please. To, <laughs> I'm trying to make out what the poster is. So I'll help you out because it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Do you see what's in her right hand? 
Is it a cigarette? It's a baton. I think she's Voldemort. You know what I did this year? Huh. What did I win this oh, year? Oh, yeah, your maestro. She's mm-hmm. conducting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I think it's very apropos I'm not that this movie to... came out the year I won Maestro for a moment. I'm trying to understand the Tar reference. What so Tar is say? her name. I'll help ah, you out there. Ah, Tar. Okay. Her last what, what, name. Oh, her hand. Is that a hand up at the top? Mm-hmm. To, from here, it almost looks like smoke. It looks like the shadow of somebody. It's yeah. very hard to it's abstract depict what that exactly is. So she's a conductor. Mm-hmm. She's a conductor. There we go. Okay, so that's pretty good. Sarah, what is the synopsis of this film and your thoughts? So this film is basically, do you remember Whiplash about the drum instructor? And it's actually Roost, the guy who plays Rooster plays this young drum protege, or, Whiplash, you know, prodigy, I should say. Um, okay, so Miles this, Tenner, by the way. Yeah, this, yeah there, he has a name, yeah. This is similar to... <laughs> loosely to that but she is a um world-renowned conductor of the berlin orchestra and um i don't know the whole movie is kind of like about the advantages and disadvantages of power because she's in a very powerful role she gets to determine who gets you know who gets chairs who gets positions in certain organizations and things like that but i so kate blanchett plays Lydia Tarr. She's the the conductor. And I couldn't buy her as in that role. Like to me, especially for the whole first half of the movie, as it got more developed and more emotional, I sort of was into it. But like for, for, for the whole first half, it just felt like she was reciting lines to me. And I know that's a major Especially the classroom scene. Yes, the classroom Mm -hmm. scene. The interview at the very beginning, the classroom scene. And I hate that because I, for me, Kate Blanchett is Lord of the Rings and the -hmm. Queen Elizabeth movies. And so I just, I didn't see her in this. Like, I just couldn't see her. I didn't buy her as an authentic musician slash composer. Or I'm sorry, slash conductor. I agree, Sarah. Again, this was another one where the trailer does not do the film justice. Um, It gave me a different feeling than what the film actually was about. I thought it was going to be much more about the music, and it Mm -hmm. was much more about her. Then again, it's named Tar. (laughs) But um, yeah, she was a little bit too over the top with the acting. I think sometimes subtlety is better when it comes to these kind of roles. At the beginning, in the opening scene when she's being interviewed, it made me feel like she was a real person and this was a bio- biopic film. But then I looked it up halfway through the film and she's not a real person. No, yeah, this is a completely made up person. I didn't appreciate the way she treated people. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I sure hope there's not someone she like speaks her. Very condes- yeah, she speaks very condescendingly. I almost felt like she had some kind of like a personality disorder almost. Well, and I don't appreciate that they're depicting someone like this in, in an orchestra role in a music in field. Um, I don't know why. I just feel offended by it <laughs> a little bit. Well, you take it personally because you're a musician. But I feel like this could happen to anybody who has... In any power. Who has a lot of influence. Yeah. Yeah, Because she, she gets to decide there's, there's a very troubling uh, part of the movie where, because 
of yeah. a dis because of her opinion of somebody and the decisions she made, this person didn't get to progress in their career and ended their life because of it. So it's very, it, mm. it's like very emotionally and then she disturbing. tries to cover it up and she tries to cover it up. And, and there's other people that, that say, I'm not going to go along with this, with this, with you. And that's actually her downfall in the film. So like, I don't know, it really had a big, you know, arch to it. Like it has a storyline, but I just, I think it's cause I didn't like her character that I didn't like the film. Cause the care it's about her. So the the other nitpicky thing I had was I love the fact that that was a real orchestra behind her. Those weren't actors, which I appreciate. Mm. The only actor I believe there was, was the principal violinist. And of course she had to be an actor because she had lines and other things she was seen throughout the film. She wasn't actually playing violin. She was playing it and they taught her a thing or two, but I could tell she. Yeah. Cause you could tell the cellist, the cellist was legit. A, you could tell she was real. This is her first film, but she is going to be an actress. She's an actress now. I mean, she was in this, but she oh. is a cellist who became an actress. Okay. Cause you could tell she was not, that that was real authentic. Yeah. I did like well, the trumpet feature. Where he got to play behind the no, that was so cool how he played behind the stage. So you thought it was way far away. That was a very cool effect. And then she went and tackled the and then she went girl. crazy at the end. Yeah. So spoiler, she kind of goes. She kind of little Katie fact. <laughs> she mentioned crazy. one of my favorite composers, Max Bruch, who does Scottish fantasy. She mentions him in, in the opening interview. It's the yeah. it's the way she it's her cadence of speaking. She almost spoke the stuff too fast for me to feel like it was yeah. originally in her mind, in her thoughts. It just felt like yeah. it was coming off of a page as opposed to she was actually thinking the lines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. No, I agree. Uh, it, it seemed rehearsed. And when you actually feel something, it shouldn't feel rehearsed. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. I gave it a six out of 10 because I, still, I, I gave it a six because a five would be a five. I, I don't care whether I watched it or not. I am glad I watched it. Did you like Tar? No. Does it sound like a movie you'd watch? <laughs> Do you think I would watch it? No. No. I'm I'm just glad that I can now figure it out the poster. Well, let's let's hear what, what Jonah, Jonah Man had to say. I call him Jonah Man because that was that was his handle on one of the things. So that'd be like his his call sign in um, I hope he didn't like it as well. Cause all of these he's liked. He's always had a positive review on these. So I'm hoping he agrees with me that this was no good. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Send it to Jonah. Here's Jonah. Tar is a film set in the international world of classical music following Lydia Tar, widely considered one of the greatest living composers slash conductors and the first ever female chief of a major German orchestra. For the two and a half hours of this movie, I remember being completely enthralled and in Todd Field's hands as he took me through this story. An original story at that that absolutely blew me away from start to finish. And this movie really struck a chord with me. I have seen it twice now and I think about it almost daily. The ending of this movie is certainly beautiful, but one thing that I can take out from this movie no, is Jonah. the incredible performance from Kate Blanchett, a career best in my opinion. No, Something Jonah. that truly makes her stand out as one of the best actresses in the last forever. Like. <laughs> incredible performance here. I highly recommend you watch this movie. So that's going to be a four and a half out of five for me. Jonah, Jonah. respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Do we know if Jonah is a musician at all? Jonah is a musician. Yes. Jonah is. A, oh, Jonah. <laughs> okay. You know what? That's the beauty of cinema is that mm -hmm. everybody has a different experience. 
I did. I hated this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I give it a two out of 15 stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that harsh. It, if I had, if I had hated it and thought I wasted my time, I would have given it less than five. I gave it a six. I still enjoyed it, but I docked it for the acting and for <laughs> the, the the way they told the story. I didn't like the way they told the story. I'm not thinking about it every day. No, no. Sorry, Jonah. No. <laughs> um, I'm trying to forget it, actually. And I, 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 and I love Kate Blanchett, but no, I wasn't. Let's just say Tar did not pave the way to an Oscar. <laughs> you know what? They'll probably win. No, it's not no, going to win. I believe it. Kate is up for an Oscar and uh, Claire Foy is not. It's because it's Kate Blanchett. I'm really, yeah. I, I feel like why Meryl Streep gets she can't nominated. just give a bad performance. People say it's artistic. Like, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't feel it. I, I, I agree. Jonah, we, uh, we ended on a disagreement with Jonah, but we agreed on everything, almost everything else. We agreed that we loved having Jonah's opinion. Yeah. Oh, totally. absolutely. Yeah, it was great. Love having Jonah back on. Maybe for an that was fun. It mixed it up a little bit from our talking. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, guys, do you want to do the quiz? Do you not want to do the quiz? Quiz. 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 Yeah, we quiz. can do the quiz. Okay. So we're going to transition to our podcast game. May I introduce? I'm going to play, for the audio listeners, this might be a little bit harder for you, but you're still going to hear the clips. We've got some video clips on here of in the very beginning introduction scenes to movies. Oh, cool. They're not specifically Oscar movies. They're just they're movies that I think that you guys would know and that are some of our favorites and stuff like that. So use fonts to help give you clues. Use music to help give you clues. Use the cast that you may see on some of these to give you a clue. I'm going to play a sample of, uh, you know, a practice one at the beginning so that you guys can get a feel for how this is going to go. And okay? are we just taking turns or you shout it out when you know it? What are we doing? You're going to take turns. Now, it's up to you if you want to choose who goes first or... I choose who goes first. If I choose who goes first, I know who's going to do better on certain clips. Like, it, for instance, I'll just say it out loud. I know which ones Jen will know more of. But you can flip a coin and see who gets which one. Let, let Jen decide. Oh. Oh, yeah. Katie choose. Okay. So if that's the case, Jen will go first. Okay. Sounds rigged. Okay. Here goes. This is a practice one. You both can guess on this. We'll see who gets it just first. Just shout it out? Yeah, just shout it out. E.T. Back to the future. Yes. That's it. I heard. No, I heard the. I couldn't hear the clock till after she said it. Not fair. I couldn't hear the clock. So the episode logo, we'll play it all the way through so you see how long the clips are. But the oh, episode yeah, logo covers classic. up the movie title logo. So if you see the episode logo... I, the you know the movie logos there. Man, Jenny like, got it from the clock. Look at this neat thing. Did you ever notice, Jen? Doc is hanging from the clock. Like later in the movie, there's a little doc on this last clock that rhymes. Look at him. Oh my gosh, he is. 
Wow, I've never noticed that. I didn't either. <laughs> wow. Actually, I kind of the font. I was kind of the when I first saw Steven Spielberg, I thought I know that font. Mm -hmm. you but so there's a, there's several Steven Spielberg movies, you know. So yeah. Go. So ET wasn't a terrible guess. That wasn't a horrible guess. Okay, Thanks, Jen. So we got the first, we got the practice one. Nobody got points on that one. Oh, shoot. So here goes the first one. This is going to be for Jen. You're going to get to see the whole clip. Sarah cannot, you can't chime in if you think you know it. I but understand, if Jen, I understand. If Jen gets it wrong, then you can have it, you can have a go at it. And I can guess it at any time or I have to tell you when it's done. You can guess it at any time. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Godfather. She got it. Good job, Jen. Wow, Jen, I'm impressed. Let me uh, get your point up here. We're going to see it in real time there. I'm glad you went first. I've There's only seen logo. it like once. Yeah, the music gives it away, don't you think? Yeah, and the font. Yeah, the yeah. font for sure. All right, so. It's one, Jen, and that's the we're going to do the second part of the sec of the first round. Sarah, this is for you. Are you ready, ma'am? I guess so. It's frozen. Can you be more specific? Frozen 2? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it harder for her, Jen. See, I'm trying to help you out. All right. It's 1-1. One, one, tied. How do you feel, Jen? I'm okay. You good? Okay. <laughs> okay, this one. <laughs> Just it, Now it's interesting to see how long it takes us. If you think we're going to get it, how long it will take us. Mm -hmm. I was born 1911. Chickasaw County, Piedmont Plantation. Did you know as a girl growing up that one day you'd be a man? Is the help? Yes, Jen! Good job! My mama was a maid. My grandmama was a house slave. The great Viola Davis again. <laughs> Covered up the logo. Learn the oh, name. look at that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Do you ever dream face of something here. else? Do you ever dream of being something else? Yeah, an EGOT. Yeah, 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 she just got that this <laughs> yeah, year. She's awesome. So I did that clip because of that and also Black History Month. Very good. All right, Sarah. This is a little bit of a different one. Great. Uh -oh. I'm just saying. Frozen this, one. This, I'm going to help you out. This is an older film. It's from the 80s. Help Here you we go. Out. Hey, I didn't even get an air like that. Here we go. I'll give you a clue later oh, on. Don't 80s. jump like you know it, Jen. Give me a some time. Yeah, I won't do it anything. Is this enemy mine? No. Martin Short. Wait a minute. Dennis Quaid, Martin Short, and Meg Ryan. The audio listeners can hear that. the one where he shrinks down is it it's the one where he shrinks what's this called 
He shrinks down and does what? Goes inside the person. What's this call? It's taking their time to think. It's hurting my head. Do you know it, Jenny? Is pouring a glass of whiskey. With the tradition of heroism. Hey, does anybody know where the head is around here? are with us here tonight. Fill that need. Inner space? Yes! 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 Right at the I end! I didn't look anything up! I didn't look anything up! Yes! 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 It was like, I in my head, I was like, inside? In... Oh, whoa, Katie. That was... That was hard. That's the, the hardest one. Yeah, that's the hardest one you've done. Mm -hmm. Did you know it, Jen? No. Okay. <laughs> that's just because it's a weird movie that we watched with Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen. At first, I thought it was Enemy Mine with the Drax. Okay, so this one, you're going to get right away. I'm just saying. And it's a very long one. We're just going to watch for nostalgia. Okay, here we go. I want to get it right away. You're going to get it right away. No pressure here. It's a long clip, but I think you guys will want to watch it. Oh my gosh, that thing you do. Yes! <laughs> it's the whole clip. We can watch it all. Do you know the words? Oh my gosh, I haven't watched this in a while. Covered up the logo. <laughs> I'm your good guy. Patterson's appliances. I'm loving you, la I'm loving you, la I mean, we watched, I watched it so much. My gosh, we did. This is one of the rotations when we didn't have cable. Yeah. I always liked his shirt. Oh, yeah. He's on. Yeah. Bear. Okay, guys. Bonus point. If anyone can remember the drummer that he's a fan of. The drummer he's a fan of. The drummer that he loves. No pack. Yes! <laughs> can I give her a bonus point? Give her a bonus. Point give her a bonus. No pack. I don't know. Inner Space was really that was a hard one. That should be worth two points. This was a bonus point that had nothing to do. I would like the opportunity for a bonus point in a future. I will play round. an extra clip at the end. With No, within one of my clues. I'd like a bonus okay. question. We'll figure something Damn. out. Now I'm going to have to go watch this movie. It's been too long since I've watched it. And it's uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. All right. So this one's for Sarah. Okay. Ready. All right. Jen, stay quiet. Also, oh, Jen's gonna know it. Is this Top Gun? Yes! I mean, okay. Okay, you hear that song? This is the same, this, I'm sorry, that song is how Maverick starts. Mm. And when it, it almost gave you chills in the theater when you heard it because it was like this anticipation and the whole theater broke out in applause that's yeah so it was cool. pretty cool it's a good moment that's yeah. that's almost like when we were in the theater for the last harry potter movie 
Yes. Yeah. I, I, I won't. I didn't cry when I left the theater. You cried okay. like a baby. I did cry. Um, it's Jen's turn. Ready? And Sarah, be quiet. I don't need her visual there. <laughs> It, uh, for the audio viewers, it's a sunset or sunrise, countryside, landscape. Music should give it away. Any guesses, Jen? Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yes! <laughs> you got it. You know what, Sarah? If you didn't have a reaction like that and you'd stayed quiet, she may not have gotten yeah, it. I it. can't help it katie that's a natural just visceral reaction and you're going what kind of movie would bring that reaction to sarah it just it literally just entered into my brain well you're right thank there you, you sarah thank you sarah and del paxton <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> all right this next one is for sarah Is this holes? Yes! Oh my God! With broken hands and withered souls, obsessed with this movie. I we have Disney Plus, and I saw that it was on there, and I just I started it. You want to talk about going back in time? I went back to you two being little, especially her. She loved that movie. I know, and it's when Shia LaBeouf was like an innocent kid. Eighth grade English, Mrs. Lemon read that to our class. She like It was like I, our last moment that I had a story time where someone read out loud to me, and she would read a chapter every day to us, and I, lo I loved it. When there was like a whole soundtrack, because the music mm -hmm. in it, I just, I must have had it or something for you. Yeah. Because we had the CD. I had the CD. It I got it for CD. Christmas or something. Yeah. We got all right, we got uh, two more to go. Okay, and I've yet to have my bonus opportunity. Oh, that was your bonus. What was the name of Shia LaBeouf's character? Oh, I remember. Ben his, knows I, it. I remember his last name was like, it was like a short first name and a long last name. I'll, I'll give, give you a clue. It's the same spelled forward and backwards. That was the whole gist of the of the name. You know, it. Jen knows it. Jen no, knows you it. can't pass this. This is my bonus opportunity. I don't. No, you didn't get Del Paxton. Jen got Del Paxton. No, I know she's gonna get. No, this she one. doesn't get another bonus opportunity. I just won't won't get the bonus. You can't give her a point for it. I. It was really my bonus question. Fair. You were given the opportunity to get Del as well. That right. Okay, inner space was the hardest question of the game so far. You think Jenny knew that one? No. Do you think she, she doesn't? You don't get a point if you get it. No. Okay. Okay. Because I, I don't know. 
I don't remember his name. I will. Okay, I'll know it instantly when you say it. And give her the first name. Stanley. She's got. And the the last name is the same spelled forward and backward. Mm -hmm. What's Stanley spelled backwards? Oh, uh, Yelnets. Stanley Yelnets. Yes. Good job, Jen. Jen, you are rocking this game. Very impressive, Jen. There. Okay. All right. So this one is for Jen. Oop, going to the wrong window. Dig it up, up, bull. Dig it. You got to go. Dig them holes. Warner Brothers presents. Ivan Reitman. This song coming up. Oh, Space Jam! Yes! Yeah! Space Jam! Let me tell you why, because I, my little boy started to watch Space Jam, the original Space Jam, this summer. So I knew that as soon as that started and I saw the, yep, the basketball. Mm -hmm. Jen, Space you are, Jam. you're shining today. Space Jam, baby. Space Jam. I believe I can fly. I think this quiz is set up in Jen's favor. No. I told she didn't you. didn't know that. You knew that going into this. Uh, Sarah, this is your final one. This she's, one. She's look at her. She's not happy. Well, would you, Jen? It is a little bit of a difficult one. Of course it is. Rigged would you like to give quiz. her? Would you like to give her the opportunity to score two points on this and end in a tie, or just have one point? No, it's fine. It's one point. It's fine. Okay. Okay, I, I'm happy to lose. I just want it to be known that inner space was the hardest question of this game. Because currently the score is six to four. I got pride and prejudice, and that's not that my movie. You got it that's because not my, my reaction movie. aided you. Well, you did well, that to yourself? Yeah. You did that to yourself. <laughs> You're not I mean, you were like, you were, you were. You're you were, not supposed to see me. Well, I can. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Play the hey, clip. I just say, James Cameron, just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Catherine, just stop it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> kind of a hard one. Edward Scissorhands? Oh, I know it. Can I get Technically, yeah, you can steal. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yes. Don't say it a third time. See, that was a hard one. Okay, yeah, that was the song. I should have known it from the. Yeah, I should have. Well, I'm not. I I'm not used to hearing that version of it. I'm used to hearing the one where she is dancing in the house at the end. But that's the song. It's just. But that is the, the slower song, version. Yeah, right. It's creepy. It was. 
Yeah, daylight coming. We wanna go home. Tim Burton. All right. Well, there we go, Gina guys. Davis. We had this was a very long episode, but I think we 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 had some interesting conversations about each film, and really got out of a lot out of it. Thanks for joining, guys. Thanks, Sarah. Um, Kate. Sorry, Sarah. It's late. Oh, skate. You're welcome Eight. for the win, Jen. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jen. Didn't, okay, can Jen we won did, six to five. Didn't Sarah win last year? Okay, Jen. Congratulations. The Dell Paxton was really hard. Okay, yeah. I I would like to congratulate you publicly. Thank you very much. I appreciate and that. Technically, Sarah. she got Stanley Yelnats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, inner space. I will say it yet again was the hardest question. Well, you know what, Sarah? I can fix that. Oh, Sam. Stop. Stop. Sam. Stop it. Onions. Stop it, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, since you made me do an o Oscars acceptance speech on the last one, I would like you to end this episode with your Oscars. No, Jen. Actually, let's have Jen do it since she won the game. Thank God, I didn't want to do one. Okay, go, Jenny. <laughs> well, Jen. I would like with your mug. To... Hold your mug up. Yeah. Thank you. I would like to thank Del Paxton <laughs> and my sister Sarah <laughs> for this win. Couldn't have done it without either of you. Thank you. All right. See y'all on the next episode of Muggle with a Mic. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next year. Bye, everybody. Bye.